Hey, and welcome to the Dr. Jenna Vargas podcast. We'll be talking about tips and highlights to help you crack the code to working smarter, not harder. I'm your host, Jenna, and today's topic is all about balancing virtual consulting. And if you're in a career transition, this very much applies to you and your personal life. So if you're a future business owner or job seeker looking to excel in the world of virtual consulting, you are in the right place. Hey there, Elliot. Thanks for hopping on. Um, did want to see in the comment section where you are watching live from. I'm here recording live from Tampa, Florida. Would love to hear from you and engage. If anyone has any questions throughout today's um, short episode, I'm happy to bring you on. Otherwise, feel free to drop it in the comment section. And it's so funny you say that, Elliot, because I specifically was meaning to hit unmute. And of course, I just turned the video on. And no, no audio, but we're moving and shaking. <laughs> so let's get started. First and foremost, let's define what virtual coaching consulting means. So virtual consulting is when you offer your expertise to clients without being physically present in their office or location. So whether you're a coach or consultant or even a job seeker working remotely, it's when you work offsite, kind of more virtually, uh, which is our new way of working that many of my clients love, love doing it that way. Instead, you may work remotely and communicate with clients through digital platforms such as Zoom, Skype, and email. It's a great way to offer your services to clients all around the world without having to worry about traveling. Now let's talk about the importance of work-life balance. So we'd love to hear from you again, where are you watching from? What does work-life, to me, it's all about the harmony, but I know a lot of people call it work-life balance, which is why I had that as the part of the title. Um, it's really, the importance is to allow for yourself to have the ease of working around your own schedule, making it accessible from anywhere. It's essential to remember that working nonstop is not sustainable and can lead to burnout. So that can happen whether you have your own business or you're working for a company or an employer, just setting your boundaries so you do not get burnout is so critical. You need to find a way to balance your work and personal life. And I would love to hear from you, whether you want to come on screen, drop it in the comments, want to hear from you. How do you kind of manage your work in life? What's working for you and what areas do you feel like you can use a little bit of help or support in? So you may need to find a way to balance your work and personal life to ensure that you're not sacrificing one for the other. And a lot of times people love working remotely or virtually because it allows for whatever it is in their life that is a priority and what they value, it allows for them to free up what I call a financial and time freedom, which a lot of times in the past, I called it like a caged tiger. When I was kind of stuck in an office, I could only, I was very limited on what I could um, be productive in on the personal side, but I was very productive on the business side, but I find it's helpful to kind of have a nice harmony between the two. So you don't feel like you're depleted in one or um, kind of struggling in the other. So I find that remote virtual has really worked well for me as a mom of three, soon to be four. Um, so I'd love to hear any questions, feedback, how is it going for you and what areas do you need to kind of work on? We all are a work in progress. Nobody has it totally figured out, but I think by sharing and, and communicating and building community around this, we can um, talk about uh, best practices, right? So here are some tips to help you balance or help us balance uh, a virtual coaching, consulting business and personal life. And again, this very much applies if you're a job seeker in, in a career transition. So the first one I have 
Tip number one is create a schedule. So I find that putting this across the screen and giving you this, if you're taking notes, I love journaling. I have always pen and paper, like the old school to new school, but I also have my digital notepad. So whatever works for you, totally go for it, okay? So it's easy to get lost in your work when you don't have a set schedule. So creating a schedule, like for me, time blocking, color coding, etc. And like in my day planner book, I have like, hey, Jenna, what, this is my self-talk. What are your top three priorities for today, et cetera, et cetera. And then kind of working hourly. And then there's some like a motivational quote. So this works really well for me, but you have to find a system or like a way to organize and systemize that works for you. Everybody's uniquely different with unique ways of like how we learn and absorb information and track it, right? So creating a schedule that works for you and your clients. So in that case, if you're a job seeker, just for you, make sure to include break times for personal activities like exercise, caregiving, running around, drop-off pickups, activities, and hobbies. The second one I wanted to highlight for you, um, so we talked real quick about creating a schedule, whether you want to have it handwritten, virtual, but definitely notifications are so helpful to kind of keep us on track. I put everything on the calendar, personal, professional, birthdays, anniversaries, you name it. I'm trying my best. I don't have it all figured out, but try my best. Tip number two is setting boundaries. This is something I've, I've continued to struggle with and learning to get better at is setting boundaries. So when you work remotely, you probably know if you are remote, how easy it is to blend and bleed together into your personal life. Like you're in the home office or out at the island or at the kitchen table. You're like, oh my God, I see the laundry piling up. And then you get sidetracked and you start doing the dishes. You start making food. This is me, right? I've gotten better. I'm like, when I have the kids in school and paid daycare, I am only focusing on the things that are gonna move the needle. I am not gonna be crazy about spending time doing the dishes when we have that as a chore for the kids or starting the laundries. I'm like, no, Jenny, you gotta stay focused, right? So if anyone, if you agree, say, let's see what's a good one. Just stop. I don't know. What's number two is setting boundaries. So like when working remotely, easy to kind of blend the two. So setting boundaries. So like, yes, in the comments, if you agree, do not get sidetracked, stay focused. Working from home, I would love to see in the comments. Yes, exclamation point. That's what I'm going to put. <laughs> that one I agree. Folk show. All right. So our next piece here is setting boundaries by communicating with clients or whoever it is that you're interacting with about when you're available and when you're not. This is so important because early on in my, in my business, I would take people after hours and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's bleeding into blending into dinner time and getting prepared and bath time. I was trying to accommodate them. But then again, I was creating my own, another business. I mean, another job. I wasn't creating like boundaries in the business and I was burnt out. Like I was just trying to accommodate others. And I'm like, no, the whole reason of creating this remote virtual business was to be able to have my boundaries set, enjoy family time, enjoy being present in the business. And that's still something I struggle with. I have to learn to just disconnect. I love serving and the transformations and sometimes it's hard to disconnect, right? So thank you everyone for putting your yeses to agreeing to setting boundaries. All right, so tip number three, let's see. 
Tip number three is make time for self-care. Do we know what that means? This could be a struggle for many. <laughs> Making time for self-care. So it's essential to take care of yourself physically, mentally, and emotionally. So making time for activities such as relaxing, going for a walk in the sunshine or a run, maybe like yoga, meditation, or simply a hobby. Whether it's a hobby with a spouse or a partner or with a girlfriend, whoever it might be, just kind of like stepping away from the normal structure of your routine can make a world of a difference. I know for me, it's like that reset, re-energize. I've been even like meeting up for coffee or lunch with a college girlfriend of mine once a month. It's phenomenal. We both have three kiddos. We talk about everything. And by the end of that, we just both are like big hug. It's just so refreshing. So, so good. Um, would love to hear what you were doing for self-care. What What is on your priority list or what are things that you want to do? Like what's your goal in the next 30 days? Like, oh my gosh, I would love to get a facial or what's something free you could do. Try out a new meal or put on wine and music while you're baking something. Just something that fills you up and energizes your spirit, right? And then tip number four is communicate with your loved ones. And what does that actually mean, right? So let your family and friends know when you're working and when you're available. I'm still kind of trying to, the kid, the older kids are pretty good with this, but Grayson will just like, boom, he's right in the office. <laughs> he's 18 months, just about 17, 18 months. This way they will know not to disturb you. Maybe you put something on like the door, like work in progress. Cause otherwise if you get sidetracked, it's hard to stay focused on your priorities. Then they, hopefully they won't disturb you. And during your work hours, they can respect your personal time. Okay. And then lastly, let's see. Last but not least, is always remember why you started your business or this particular career path that you're on. Whether it's the, the flexibility, the ability to work with clients from all over the world, or even the opportunity to be your own boss, remember for yourself, remind yourself of your goals and motivations. This will help you stay focused, motivated, energized, and prevent you from burnout. And each month it's like self-check, how is that burnout thermometer how are we looking? How are we doing? How is our energy at that end of the month, right? So remember, it's all about working smarter, not harder. Would love to hear from you in the comments. If this resonates with you, you I'm trying to think what you can say. It's yay, Y-A-Y exclamation point. Y-A-Y. I hope you found this very resourceful and helpful to start the discussion. Again, for future episodes, I would love for you to be able to come on screen, have more of a discussion versus just me talking to you. I would love for you to be a part of the conversation um, and even dropping some comments or questions is oh so helpful. Um, tune in next time for more insights and tips to help you succeed in your career and when starting your business. I'm going to be dropping in the comment section how you can continue to, we can connect, continue the conversation and stay tuned for next time.